Microphone check, two, one, two. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to It's the Bearded Man podcast with your favorite, the world's favorite bearded man, Bobbe. I hope you guys can hear the grin in my face when I come in with this hot ass intro. I know you can't visually see me and hopefully one day we will get some visuals incorporated to the podcast, but man, oh man, is my face grinning when I come into this podcast and I am extremely excited, nervous, anxious, overwhelmed about this podcast episode, what we have packed for today's episode. Um, Yeah, I'm a tad bit nervous about what I'm about to be saying in this podcast and that makes me even more excited because that's the point of doing content it is podcasting specifically and also this podcast show. Uh, I'm trying to push myself outside the comfort zone and talk about shit that makes me uncomfortable for all the right reasons. And today's episode is going to be something that makes me very uncomfortable to share and talk about, but I need to do this. And I have wanted to do this type of an episode for a little bit and I have pushed it off and I've pushed it off. And so today it's finally, we're finally going there. We're going lengths. We're going into some deep shit and yeah, I just, <laughs> whoa, this is going to be an interesting one. That's, that's all I'm going to say. A uh, quick couple of things before we dive into the, the hot topic of today. Housekeeping, uh, great weekend coming off. You know, I love giving you guys a little status update on the bearded man. You know what I'm saying? I uh, had a great Friday night dinner date with one of my mans, Jamie Fondulis. You know what I'm saying? I'd be going on dinner dates with the bros uh, and he's one of my boys that I work with at Liquid IV. So I got to catch up with him on Friday night. And then Saturday night, got to connect with my man, Zach Hanavar. Both incredible people. So I feel very fortunate to have back-to-back dates with some extremely good-looking men, both of which have fantastic beards, might I say. Um, so that was awesome. Sunday, recorded a podcast with a guy by the name of John Kilmer. That'll be coming out in a few weeks. He is the producer of a podcast called YNK Podcast, hosted by Mike, formerly known as Mike Stud. Um, and John kind of came up with Mike in his career over the last decade, I would say. So that was awesome to connect with him. Uh, and then today we had uh, episode 36 of the podcast drop with my man Michael Garmini, also formerly known as The Hold Up. And we dive into some deep ass shit, man. We talk about rebranding as an artist we talk about um the side effects of casual sex slash porn we talk about carnivore diet we talk about him being sober for five years we talk about him starting a podcast we talk about a lot of good stuff so uh if you enjoyed today's podcast and you're looking for more content to consume i would suggest going back to episode 36 and getting to know michael michael garmini uh old music was the hold up check out his music too incredible so a lot of a lot of good things in the works, a lot of good things moving forward. Constant work in progress, as you already know. The bearded man just working, 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 trying to put in that work, baby, and become a better version of myself every single day. A little bit more, a little bit more. Something I recently just started doing, um, and actually inspired by the my date night number two on Saturday with Zach. Today is going to be the second day I do. Excuse me, second day I do forty minutes of meditation. Long story short. Ever since I started meditating, it's been 10 minutes a day, which has been great, but uh, something new I'm incorporating, and we'll see how long I go for with it, 20 minutes in the morning, 20 minutes at the end of the day, and seeing how that adjusts the way I feel. Um, So yeah, testing that, reading a book right now called uh, Think Like a Monk by Jay Shetty. Highly recommend reading that book to anyone who hears this. 
hopefully I'll get Jay on the podcast sometime soon, saying it now so I can cut this clip and, you know, pull back when the day comes and I get Jay Shane in the podcast. Um, but other than that, feel good, feel healthy, feel mentally clear. And like I said, nervous, excited, anxious about going into today's podcast. But you know what? This is what I signed up for as a podcaster. And I'm fully committed to what we're going to dive into. So today's topic, importance of self-love and not listening to society's rules and expectations. I say this uh, in, in recent podcasts, I've been incorporating this, but I really mean it in today's episode. If I provide any value throughout this episode, especially with what I'm about to open up, I'm about to be an open book on some real personal shit. If I provide any ounce of value through this episode, please screenshot the episode, post it to your IG story, tag me at Bobby, B-O, three B's, four A's and a Y, and tell the world what you're learning or what was insightful or just something. Share it out. This is maybe the episode that'll blow me up, probably not, but it would be hilarious if this is the one because this is going to be the most vulnerable that I've ever been. Um, But in all seriousness, that really, really helps us grow this movement and anybody out there that has been sharing it out and reposting it, I, I try to make sure that I... You know, I'm thoughtful in responding to every single person and saying, you know, thank you because I really do appreciate it. So once again, if you enjoy this podcast at any moment in time and there's any ounce of value, makes you laugh, makes you giggle, smile, cry. I don't know what the emotion might be, but if I trigger something, screenshot, post it to your IG story, tag me at Bobby, B-O, three B's, four A's, and a Y, and I greatly, greatly appreciate it. All right, (sighs) let's do this. Let's get into it. Let's do it. No going back at this point, full throttle, full steam ahead. I'm committed, no going back. What's inspiring today's topic? A couple things. One would be, started throwing myself back into the dating scene back in August. So uh, we'll get into the self-love towards the, more towards the end of the podcast. This is more about not giving into society's rules and expectations. And you'll, this will make more sense in a second, but you could tell this is going to be a very dating, like love relationship, trying to find significant others, trying to have some fun. That's where we're going with this conversation. Um, so back in August, started throwing myself out there into the dating scene in LA. First time I'd ever really thrown myself out there since living in LA. Um, another th- reason this podcast is being inspired was the podcast that I just had with Michael Garmany, where we dive into relationships and finding love and the pros and cons of like, you know, casual sex, which society could glamorize as like the cool thing through movies, right? Just like, you know, if you're a bro, you're hooking up all these girls or you, you know, you have whatever, (laughs) you know what I'm trying to say? Like casual sex, whatever. So that, that conversation with Michael and how transparent and open he was with me, that inspired me. I actually got a DM from somebody today about relationship advice because of the podcast with Mike Harmony. And then, uh, one of my, Buddies Jamie, who I just had this dinner date with on Friday, I was kind of confessing to him and being completely authentic to him about just like, we were talking about life and everything. And I kind of opened up to him about like relationships and how sometimes it kind of eats me away when I think about like, I'm not somebody that's really dating. I haven't had anything consistent in a long time, not just like hooking up with people. There's like all this mind shatter. And so all these things have been leading up. And I've wanted to talk about some of this real shit today on a podcast and I haven't and I've, I've kind of danced around it and I put out podcasts to kind of touch a little bit of it, but I haven't committed to a full episode about this type of convo and I need to do it. I need to take the weight off my shoulders. I need to put this shit there out there to the world 
and there's no going back at this point. So a fun fact about me, we're going there. (laughs) We're going there. Uh, I'm going to keep it 100 with you guys. I'm going to be straightforward. Everything I talk about in this episode is completely real and authentic. Take it for what it is. Judge me. Call me whatever you want. It doesn't matter. This is me. I stand by everything I say, and I'm authentically myself at the end of the day. I'm a, so keep it 100% with you guys and gals, 100 emoji. Um, I have not slept with a girl in three years. Now, <laughs> saying that out loud, one, sounds crazy. Two, um, people might hear that and be like, can take this so many different ways depending on your beliefs, your backgrounds, and whatever. Interesting enough, the last girl that I did sleep with, the night I met her, which was a one-night stand, so that wasn't, you know, that's whatever, uh, was actually the same night that I met David Dobrik, or he was in the same party as me, which is really weird, because I've never seen that guy again, haven't seen him since, and also uh, didn't even really know who he was at the time, so that's really interesting. Anywho, fun fact, David Dobrik was there that night. So... Haven't not slept with a girl in three plus years. Had a couple little hookups here and there, but nothing that like more than kissing really, you know, a little touchy, a little feely other than that. But straight up, and I'm sharing this through podcast because I can't just like post it. I would never just post this on the Insta- on an Instagram story. I would never post this on the feed. Like it's, there's no way to really talk about this authentically other than a podcast. Okay, so <laughs> we got that out of the way. Uh and the reason I'm saying that, and it, 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 you don't even understand how much it's taking me to even admit to that because I feel like so many things. Um, society would say, I have no game. I'm not attractive. I have a bad personality. Or it, it, there can be all these things that in our minds that I have dealt with since this moment in time with this girl that I that have actually eaten me away for somebody who is extremely confident and vulnerable and authentically himself society and I'm not blaming society but I it's because of the environment I am in in life and maybe like the US I don't I don't know what it is but it's lit it's let it's led me to believe that Bob A, the bearded man, you haven't slept with a girl in three years, which means that you're not attractive, your personality is shit, uh, girls don't like you, blah, 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 insert like everything that could knock me down. I've done that. And I've even danced around this blatant statement because I remember the time, and it's not like I've been sitting here keeping a tally of how many days it's been since, but I I just, I know, like it's something that I've kept track in the back of my mind. Um, and I've always danced around it on podcasts and I'm just done doing that shit. I'm done trying to not just fess up to like the honest truth and be okay with that and not think anything down about myself because of that. That has no correlation to anything about myself, but I've allowed myself to believe that because I haven't slept with a girl, I'm not, you know, attractive. I all these all these things that have gotten that have eaten me away and it, it, and i let it get to my head like to be 100% honest i've let it get to my head this is not something that runs through my mind every day every week there it's like there's there's these these um moments where it's it it can kind of bother me more than it does than other times um and so then i start questioning myself 
and the decisions that I make. You know, what type of energy are you portraying to the world? What is it about your physical appearance that maybe would scare someone away? Am I not aggressive enough to girls so that they don't even think I'm interested? Or am I too aggressive and show too much, too interest, too quickly? Because as we know, you know, you kind of have to play this game uh, most of the time, I feel like, with relationships and like in those early stages of getting to know somebody, it's like you don't want to give them all the attention. You also don't want to put all your eggs in one basket. Like it's fucked up, but it's truthful, I think. I mean, I've watched videos on this shit. I've literally YouTubed it. Shout out to Matthew Hussey if you ever hear this, which you won't, but this guy's like a freaking relationship guru. And then he literally tells you, like, keep people on their toes don't always respond to them immediately like space out the times you text between like all this shit and it's like fuck you know you start questioning your own decision making so I would be lying to you if I didn't if I didn't say that that I've honestly like had I've questioned myself which is like pathetic in the sense of I'm such a confident person how have I ever allowed that to happen to myself and I think maybe it's because I've continually to keep this type of conversation internal in me. Anytime it's like I've danced around being honest about like, you know, the last time I had something consistent or the last time I really hooked up with a girl, like I've just, I've ran in the opposite direction and not wanted to fess up to the truth. And the, the truth isn't, the truth, the, the truth doesn't make me any different than anybody, but I've allowed society's perspectives and what we think we have to be to penetrate me that if I'm not sleeping with multiple girls then I don't, I have no game or I'm not attractive or I I my it's something about my personality it's something about my energy I, I've allowed myself to do that but here's the thing what I do know about myself is a lot I've spent a lot of time these last couple of years really diving into myself and we'll get into more of like the self-love, but I've spent a lot of time giving myself that self-love, okay? Um, I'm confident, carry my head hell high. You could probably tell that through the podcast. You could probably tell that through my social media posts. It's not cockiness. It's just confidence. I've built confidence in myself and the energy that I carry just through the journey that I've been through the last couple of years. I'm somebody that's loving and that truly cares about the people around me, whether it is the people that I live with directly, Steve and Dylan, whether it's the people that I work with that I don't directly see anymore because of COVID, uh, anyone at Liquid IV, whether it's the people that I've podcasted with, whether it's the people that I meet every weekend for the first, any new person that I've met in the recent weeks, if I've interacted with you on Instagram, like I truly try to be a loving and caring person. Not because I'm trying to be a people's, well, I guess maybe slightly trying to be a people's pleaser, but in the sense of like, I want to make people feel good. I'm not doing it to kiss people's ass. I'm doing it because I, I like seeing people smile and I like giving off a positive energy. I like uplifting people. That's just something about me. That's my personality. That's just who I am at its core. I know I'm passionate about my, like I was saying, I know I'm passionate about my job with Liquid IV and with sharing my voice with the world. There is truthfully no upside of me talking about this type of conversation and opening up like this other than yes it takes weight off my shoulder but other than that like there's nothing guaranteed for me doing this other than 
being authentic myself and the feedback that I get from people that relate to it or like it gives them some, it's a learning. It, it, to me, this is service. This is my way of service to the world. And I don't know if that's the best service that I could be doing to the world, but it's the one that I enjoy the most. It's kind of selfish at the same time because it makes me feel good, not egotistically. And I like, I think I'm some hot shit and I'm like, oh, I run a podcast. I've got so many episodes out, my podcast with all these cool people. Like I've, I utilize that as credibility to get bigger guests and to, you know, push my upper limits of reaching my highest potential and trying to operate at the highest level possible as a podcaster as a podcast specialist, like I try to push myself to the tippity top because I want to see how far I can grow, but it's not because I'm some egotistical person. I don't think I'm any better than anybody else. And it's taking time to, you know, get to this where I am in my life. Uh, I know I'm outgoing and I know I love new experiences and meeting new people. I, that's just who I am. High energy, love new experiences, love meeting new people, have been hitting my stride the last couple of weeks. And I know that for a fact about myself. I know I'm disciplined. I put in the work daily across the board. I know that I'm active and I appreciate a fitness and healthy lifestyle, work out five to six days of the week, you know, um, eat really healthy or try my best. You know, once in a while we go off the deep end, we, we let ourselves uh, have cheat meal. If, if the rock can have a full course cheat meal with a platter of cookies and all this good carbs, I think I can cheat once in a while too. Granted, not as big, not as sexy as the rock himself, but shit, if he's cheating, so can I. What I do know about myself as well is that I'm curious and I always ask questions and I always want to learn. That's why I got into podcasting in the first place. I wanted to understand why passionate people do what they do and I'm always intrigued as to the why. And so I know that about myself. I'm a very curious person. Even if it doesn't directly impact me or like help me in any way in my day-to-day job, I just want to understand the why. Always want to know why. So all these, I, I, these are all great traits. In my personal opinion, these are all strengths of mine. But then I ask, so I, I know myself. I, I can see this. I'm literally looking at a piece of paper and I see all these great things about myself. And, you know, I take pride in everything I just went through because it's taking time to strengthen those skills and sharpen them. But then I'm asking myself, what am I lacking? Where in my life am I lacking that's allowed me to go so long without even having something intimate. Never mind sleeping with a girl in three plus years. Why has it been so long that I have I that I haven't even just stumbled and came across somebody that was of interest? Now that I'm saying this out loud, right? You know, I do some prioritizing before these podcasts. I write out notes clearly. That's why I'm able to flow. But then registering the answer in my mind, the reason I haven't found somebody in the last couple of years is because which I'll get into in a second. I just neglected that area of my life and I and I I would not allow any love, well not love, but I wouldn't allow any interest in women into my life because I was scared shitless that I was going to get my heart broken, which happened my senior year of college, which we'll get into right about now in a second. So when I look back on the last 26 years of my life, I I honestly have been, I've I've had a really weak relationship with women in significant otherwise, like, like true, like girlfriend, boyfriend type stuff, or like even like consistent, like relationships. I've actually been extremely weak 
with this area of my life. Um, and I don't know why. When I think about most of my childhood up and through college, I didn't really date. Literally the last girlfriend that I had was when I was 17 and a junior in high school. I'm going to be 27 in December, so we're talking a decade ago. Uh, this is also the girl I lost my virginity to. That's a fun fact. That's a whole other conversation for another day. Um, but other than that, before her, I didn't really have girlfriends. I had these short term, and I think when you're younger too, it's like, it's like I had commitment with girls, but there wasn't like, oh, we're boyfriend girlfriend. Uh, I had friends around me that I grew up with that I feel like were rotating through girlfriends every six to 12 months and they would break up with one girl or like, you know, something would split with one girl. And then that, you know, another relationship would happen like six months later. I'm like scratching my head. Like, how can I not even get into one relationship? This guy's been in five relationships in the last three years. And I'd be lying if I don't admit to the fact that back then that shit bothered me then, but I kept it internally. I didn't, wasn't making content. I wasn't sharing my voice with the world, but like I questioned my own self of like, why, don't you have a girlfriend? Why don't you have something consistent? Why? Me. It's got to be me. There's something wrong about me. That was something that I definitely thought about. Um, and yeah, so like all the way up and through college, it was no girlfriends ever. It was short-term things with girls, maybe like one-night stands or uh, we'd hook up consistently for a little bit and then either one of us would kind of lose steam and split ways and maybe I just didn't have the game. I didn't have pull. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Like thinking back on it. I think I definitely, well, I didn't always have this confidence. Um, I think it took me a long time to learn how to like have game where, you know, I was going to college with kids that probably were pulling it in every night. Um, once again, not trying to, I, I want to be clear too. I'm not here to promote hooking up like, I know people have different beliefs. I know this can be very a personal thing, religious thing. I mean, I'm not here saying that we all should be hooking up and like if you're not hooking up with somebody, you're you're not um, you're not cool or like there's something wrong with you. This is the exact point of this podcast. I'm literally thinking out loud how I have been raised, not not necessarily because of how my parents were raised, but like how. The environment that I was raised in in Chicopee, Massachusetts, and, and then college, and then where I am today in society, thinking and believing that like, if you're not hooking up with girls, there's something wrong with you. Even though I know that's not true, I still allow myself to believe there's something wrong with me. Um, and yeah, this is freaking crazy that I'm even doing this right now. I I, I still can't believe I'm actually full throttle in this. Um, so. First three years out of college, I put it in zero effort, which I was kind of just talking about and then kind of skipped into, you know, backtracking my life, the young bearded man's life. Uh, I get out of college. I don't put any effort into any relationships. Long story short, and I've talked about this on plenty of podcasts before, I had this fling with this girl my senior year. She was a transfer. She transferred in as a sophomore. I was a senior. I fell head over heels, blonde, blue eyes. I was sold, gorgeous. We hooked up. We had a thing going. Go into the spring semester of my senior year. I'm super hot for a relationship. 
she starts to get cold, not blaming her. Looking back on it, it was probably the best thing that could have happened for both of us. But I took this and I it personally hurt me for a long time. Like, I hate to admit, there were literal times that I remember my spring semester that like my boys would have to walk me out of a fucking party um, because I would mix in booze. The emotions start running. I start thinking about this girl. Maybe I see a girl that reminds me of her. And I literally, there were probably like three or four times that spring semester where I literally broke down. And my boy, Louise, shout out to you, Louise, if you ever hear this Brazilian man, I would call him beautiful man. He would literally walk me out of parties and bring me home because I was just a fucking wreck. And there were times it got so dark. And I hate to admit this because I never really talked about this. And, uh, like I even I my diet was screwed up. I wasn't eating cal. I wasn't able to really eat because it was, it was bothering me so much. Um, it was a really dark time for me, and I and uh, to emotionally think about it now, to, to who I am now, and to where I was, it was really it was not an easy time for me. I was graduating college. I didn't know what I was going to do after college. Um. You know, I was a couple months away. I had this thing for this girl, and that shit hit the fan. And I was in a dark place mentally, man. I like, uh, it's fucking gets me choked up thinking about it because it was, it was not an easy time for me. And uh, <laughs> oh boy, um, but I, but I got through it. Um, <laughs> tell myself I wouldn't choke up on this pot, but this is some real shit. Um, <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm trying to get myself to get back the energy. I don't want to freaking bring this to a tearjerker. But um, anyway, and and I want it to be known. God forbid this girl ever hears this podcast. This was never intentional. She never did any of this to like put me down. But it was it was it, it's a great example, which I'll get into shortly, of how we control our thoughts and how depending on the direction we go with allowing our thoughts to go can really dictate how we see the world and the perspective. And so this girl was not intentionally trying to hurt me, but I was like, oh, she's out there to get me. She wants me to feel like shit. She like is turning me down to go hook up with all these other guys. And I was making up all these things in my mind. And so it just was like a domino effect. And it really, it really messed me up for probably a solid year uh, after that. And, um, because then when I was graduating college and I was pulling from this experience, I said, you know what? I just went through what it feels like to not be in control of how somebody feels about me. I'm not doing this moving forward. I'm not, I cannot waste the time, energy, or money. I'm about to be driving Uber full time. I just graduated college. I'm about to start this podcast. Um, I just like, at the time I knew I can't allow myself to go put effort into somebody else because I know what it's going to take to build something great. And so now it's like when I look back on it and it took me a while to make this realization of like how that was such a blessing at the time, you know, God for, you know, say we had made it work, say we had stayed through and we made a relationship, I would have not put the full time energy an effort into that podcast, into Purpose and Youth, which really got me to where I am today that got me to this episode. So it's like when I look back on it, at the time it was the hardest thing for me to go through while all my boys and friends are like graduating college in their careers, making money. 
I'm out Uber in the streets. They're out they're out on the weekend hooking up with girls, having a good time, telling me about their their hookup stories. I'm like, yeah, I haven't, you know, had anything. I've been just working, working, working. And so um I just I just I went head down. So that first three years out of college really has just been uh well that first yeah three yeah three I mean yeah so I mean shit I've been almost out of school for three and a half sorry I'm I'm like blanking right now because I have a lot of emotions rolling through me as you can imagine um anyway had the so that so it was a blessing it was a curse double down on my energy double down on myself put more time and effort into me and uh like I said I just and I went all in on myself the lat that girl that I slept with last was when uh, I would say sometime in the fall of 2017. After right after I moved out to LA, you know that first year in Boston I wasn't really going out, and then I moved to LA and I kind of gave myself those first couple months to like go out and meet people, and so I was going out on the weekends, and that's how I met this girl, and one thing led to another, blah blah blah. So if you've been following me on Instagram, excuse me. I was pretty like head. I mean, my I was full throttle on on building, building, focusing on myself, investing myself uh, all this time after college, and then probably back in February. It, well, not probably, definitely back in February of this year, I had this breakdown um, where I kind of like had this awakening to. I had so much momentum going of like, I don't need a girl. I don't need to put time and effort into that. I was so focused on my career or like building the podcast, driving Uber, just staying busy, always staying busy that I never had the time to like reflect. Take the job with Liquid IV last October, incredible. And then February, a couple months, you know, down the line, you know, everything's kind of settled. Um, you know, I stay busy through the holidays and then we move. And now February comes and I'm like finally settling in to like, I have a job, I have an income, blah, blah, blah. And I had this moment on a weekend, a Saturday night where I was sitting in, I didn't have anything to do. And I just like started, once again, I let the perspective go the wrong direction. I started letting all these thoughts get to my mind about what I was talking about earlier, like putting myself down about like, you haven't put time and effort into girls. They're not attracted to you. you. You're not attractive. Like there's something about you. Why girls don't want to talk to you, blah, 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 blah. When in reality, it was just me not throwing myself out there. And so I recorded myself talking about what I was going through in that moment of time. And I posted it to the world. And it felt great to just like put love out or like to show what I was going through to people and being authentic to myself. So after that, I was like starting to get myself out there, starting to throw myself out there. And then boom, pandemic hits. Now I'm like, okay, great. I was ready to go out there and throw myself out there. Pandemic hits. Then we get locked in. Uh, fast forward to August, like I was talking about earlier in this podcast, I started going back on dates. And, um, so then the last, so I, hold on, let me go back to that. Get hooked up with this girl through a mutual friend. We go on a couple dates. Everything seems to be going well. And then something happens. The tension just, it was kind of there. And then it kind of diminished ship sales, I like to tell people that she was scared to fall in love with me, so she moved on. Depends on who you ask. She might have a different story, but that's a story I'm sticking to. Um, so that was cool. It kind of gave me some confidence. Like I remember the first date we went on, it was supposed to be just a coffee date. 
you know, coffee date could be like what, an hour, maybe two. That first date ended up turning into like seven hours. I went from coffee to then uh, dinner to then watching the sunset on the beach. And it was like, it was a big moment for me because I like reminded myself of like, yo, it's not you. Like you just haven't put yourself into the environment to like have this happen. And I remember telling her pretty quickly on to the date. I was like, yeah, this is my first date in literally three years. And she couldn't believe it. And then like two hours later while we had dinner, she brought it back up and she said, is this really your first day in three years? And I said, yeah. She's like, you're doing pretty well. And I was like, fuck you. Let's go, Bobby. Let's go. That was exactly what I needed to hear. And and when I get excited about it, it's not me from an ego standpoint of like, I'm some hot shit. It was just confidence in myself. It was reminding me that like, you have the ability, boy. You are a confident, beautifully looking bearded man. Just be yourself, throw yourself out there. You got to keep putting effort into it. And so whatever, that ship sails, not a big deal. And then the last two months, I've I've talked about in recent podcasts about building community. I've been throwing myself out there into new environments, meeting new people um, to you know build community, but also, honestly, to try to find somebody. And I hate that I'm like, I have been putting effort into like looking when I'm going out and I'm meeting new people, totally submersing into the environment. I'm there to meet new people and build community, throw myself out there, try these new experiences. But also in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh, that girl's attractive. I wonder if she, you know, is the, like, I don't know, maybe there's some tension for us or that girl's attractive too. So I think we all do that because that's what human beings do. We see something or someone we're attracted to and we want to pursue it. And so... That becomes another thing, right? So like I'm throwing myself out there. I'm getting better, which I know like anything else in life, not going to happen after month one, two, three, four. Like this could take me a while to rebuild. Like if I'm being completely honest with myself, it's going to, it takes time. And I, I'm, I'm trying to just enjoy the patience of this. And that's why I wanted to dive into it today because it's fresh on my mind and I know things are going to be changing in the next couple months and I'll be laughing at myself when I replay this episode in two, three, five, six months from now, which seems like a long time, but watch how quick that'll fly by. So it's like I'm throwing myself out there into these environments, meeting new people, and what's really important, and let me tell you, it takes confidence if you're a guy or a girl to shoot your shot because that will you will want to stop even throwing yourself out there by one denial or somebody not showing interest and it is the worst feeling in the world because I'm somebody who's very confident and I will throw myself out there and I don't care what people say on social media when I post podcasts and content like it doesn't phase me but when you're trying to shoot your shot with somebody you're attracted to and they just don't show the love back and they don't show the interest that is when you start questioning who you are. And that is the worst thing that you can do. You start questioning, well, am I not attractive enough? Is it my personality? Literally all the questions I went through earlier, that's exactly what happens. What I would I would imagine for a lot of people. Maybe I'm the only one. Maybe I'm the oddball. But I easily start questioning my own self and that's a problem. That's the last thing that I should be doing. Instead, I should go, okay, not meant for me, not meant for each other. Boom, on to the next. Keep trying. And that's what I've been trying to do. So whether it's introducing myself to somebody in person, whether it's trying to slide through DMs and spark up a conversation, 
I've tried the dating apps. I'm over it. Bumble, Tinder, Hinge. I have friends that it's worked for. I have other friends that don't do it. I get bored. I know you got to put time and effort into that as well, but it just doesn't feel authentic. It doesn't feel real. It feels cheesy. I'm so much more of a people's person, which has been really hard with this pandemic. So I've retired the dating apps and I don't know if I should be putting time and effort into it, but I have not seen any success. So I stopped doing that. But all that to say, while I'm shooting my shot and I'm throwing myself out there, I try to not let this get this shit get to my head because I can go 0 for 10, 0 for 20, and I still have to remind myself that you got to keep showing up. And then it becomes that game once again. Are, are you? Am I being too aggressive? Am I? Sh- or am I showing too much interest too quickly? It's like, shit. I mean, I really have been out the game for a minute. And I feel like I'm not great. I'm really not great. I'm a confident person. Every area of my life I've been putting a lot of effort into. And this is just one area I haven't I have been putting effort. I need to be my biggest hype man. This is not Bobby normal. This is not the bearded man normal. I need to be my biggest hype man. I need to remind myself that I am a fucking great human being. That I can I that this is gonna take time. That a lot of this has worked to my benefit. What I was talking about earlier with the girl from college. That shit's that's that ship sails. I make this realization that I need to invest all my time and energy into myself, and that's what I do. And so that's what I keep trying to tell myself. That and and that's how I'm able to continue moving forward and not let this get to my head. But there are times that it does, and that's why I wanted to dive into it, because I want to be real with y'all with the BMC, the Beard Man community. Sometimes this shit gets in my head and it bothers me and it really, it stays on top of mind and it's hard for me to like get it away. Um, <clears throat> but there has been positivity from these last couple of years of going all in on myself. And before I dive into it, let me get a sip of this water because I've been freaking ranting. <sighs> wow. You know the deal. High quality water, baby. Yeah, baby. Love me some water. Okay, back to the podcast. Um, the benefits. The positive outlook that I try to remind myself of more often than not is all this time and energy that I've been able to dedicate towards myself. Self-love. There's a lot of people out there that I think maybe don't put enough time and energy into themselves, so they seek other people for love, and they distract themselves from actually having the real conversation about the real and honest conversation with themselves about what they're doing with their life, the direction they're headed. Do they actually love the person they are? Do they enjoy loneliness, which I'll get into at some point? Um, self-love is really important and crucial. When you're trying to figure out your life, a um, couple things in the positives from it for me, it's taught me to be more mindful, very, very aware of my thoughts, my actions, my goals, my feelings. I've had a lot of time to think because I haven't been chasing somebody or there isn't that constant texting communication all the time. Even when I was seeing that girl back in August, you know, we were texting daily for like five to six weeks 
And so then there's like this thought of like, oh, should I text it back right now or do I not? Or do I like focus on work? And just that conversation in my mind alone was so new to me because it had been so long that I had even to worry about that, that it was actually pulling energy away from my work and things that I was working on. Not a bad thing. I understand you got to put effort and energy into the areas of your life you want to work on, but it was a, I was able to recognize that and be mindful about it because I had spent so much time alone that I was like, wow, this is actually, an, I'm actually have to like think about this. I haven't had to think about this in a long time because I've been so focused on myself. And anytime people would text me, it was about business. And it was pretty easy to like, you know, like text them back immediately, get things figured out and then cool, move on and then keep working. And then somebody else would text me, what do they need? Okay, cool. Yeah, send me the project folder. Or this needs to change. Boom, move on. There was never this ongoing casual texting conversation that I hadn't even experienced since honestly college. And so that was even weird not weird, but it was like, wow, this has been a long time, Bobby. You've been out the game for a hot minute. So I think some of the positives of the self-love would be, like I said, I was more mindful. Um, I, I, I really got, I've been able to practice good self-care, which is eating a healthy diet, working out five to six days a week, getting my slice, like seven to eight hours of sleep a night. When you're all in on yourself, uh, you're able to prioritize your self-care because there isn't any excuses or anything else pulling you away to sleep in to you know get out of work instead of working out you're going to hang out with her or him i've been able to actually prioritize that good self uh, self care another positive outlook would be being able to set boundaries i try to equally balance work and play in other areas of my life that i want to work on and so i don't try to over push those boundaries because I'm very aware of my time and my own self-love of like putting my dedicated eight hours towards liquid IV, knowing that there's always more work to be, that's going to need to be done. Save that for tomorrow. What's the other area of your life you want to work on? Okay, tonight I want to record this podcast. This is like personal hobby slash passion project. Cool. Maybe tomorrow night will be the same thing. Maybe Wednesday night will be about uh, you know, building community. And so I set boundaries to go out and meet new people. Maybe the next night, somehow I pull a date out of my ass the next three days, probably not gonna happen. But hey, maybe that Thursday night I find somebody to go on a date with. You know, So I've been able to set boundaries uh, around the things that I wanna prioritize with my life. And then I'd say lastly is just being able to live intentionally. I only say yes to things that I want to do. I'm very intentional about what I say yes to and I'm very, very strict about what I say no to. So that's given me time to get back into this podcast game and allowed me to do this pod, excuse me, excuse me, allowed me to you know talk about anything I want to talk about via podcasting or like bringing guests in. It's allowed me the time to go out and meet new people in LA. I get to choose what I do and when. I'm not buying into anyone's schedule but my own. That is a beautiful blessing. I'm not here trying to work out a schedule with somebody else. I'm here to just create the schedule that I want to live by and not have to worry about getting a check down by somebody else. So there have been some positive out positive outlooks of of self-love, of you know, being more mindful about my thoughts, action, goals, and feelings, practicing good self-care, you know, eating healthy, working out five, six days a week, sleeping eight hours a night, setting those boundaries. I try to, like I was saying, get the equal balance of work and play in other areas of my life that I want to work on and ultimately living intentionally where I get to say yes to things that I want to do. 
I'm not binded by anyone else's schedule but my own. So I get to I get to go all in on myself. And I've take I, I forget how fortunate that I've been in the last couple of years of doing that because there are people that don't have that, I don't want to call it privilege, but I guess it could be looked at as a privilege because there are other people that, you know, are in relationships and can't really prioritize their life similar to me. When I think about what is it that I want in someone, because um, I think it's important. You got to have an idea of what you're looking for in somebody. And that's something that like, I'm going to, I'm like so aware that I, I just, I need to see these traits within somebody. Otherwise I'm just not going to put time and effort into it. There have been people recently in the last couple months where like we hang out a couple times and I just, I can tell quickly, this is not the right person for me. And so instead of leading them on, instead of wasting their time, I just like end it there because, and I communicate with them. I'm not just like leave them on read or like ghost them. That's not, that's not the move. That's never the move. Be, you know, communicate with people and be honest with people. But, um, I, I, I'm too, I'm too cautious of my time that if I don't see these traits in somebody, I'm just going to keep it moving. At least five that I thought of would be, it's got to be somebody that is extremely passionate. It's got to be somebody that's independent, that is, can do what they need to do and, you know, not need me all the time. I mean, of course, here's support, here's show that love when they need it. Um, they got to be a go-getter slash hustler, somebody that's, you know, work, you know, just a hustler at, at its core. Somebody that's outgoing, that loves people, loves new experiences that, you know, you throw them in a room by themselves and they're shaking hands and meeting new people. Uh, and ultimately, lastly, very obvious for me is somebody that's just optimistic. Anybody that's pessimistic and has that negative Nancy mindset, it's just not going to work around me. Uh, I'm way too optimistic. I'm way too positive that like any ounce of that stuff. I get it. We all have our days. Don't get me wrong. I have my days too. Uh, but if it's that consistent negativity, just not going to fly. Not going to fly around me. Um, and it's like weird when I think about when I just name those characteristics. Like um, as I'm saying those words, I'm like envisioning this person. I have no idea what she looks like. But like I really try to trust and believe that that person's out there. And I'm not even talking about marriage. And that's something that I probably should have thought of through before I got into today's podcast. Which maybe I'm not – you know, I'm not, I'm open to it. I'm open to everything. Maybe down the line, it would make sense. First off, I got to find a girlfriend before I even think about marriage. But I, um, I don't know. I just, I'm so, I'm so curious about what having somebody like that, passionate, independent, go-getter, hustler, outgoing, optimistic. I'm so curious, like how that would affect my life, having somebody consistently in my life like that, where there is that intimacy and there's like a relationship uh, I'm very fortunate I have p- people that follow all those traits around me at all times, but I think to have somebody that can keep you balanced and keep you on your toes, I don't know. It sounds like like part there's two sides. Part of me says you're in your 20s, like you're you're hitting the stride of your career. It's only going to be going better. It's only going to get better from here. Like go out, have fun, you know, like be playful and see where the nights take you with people and whatever which is fun, but sometimes I think as society has at least formed my mind to think that like, oh, if you're going out, you got to try to hook up with chicks and like whatever. But then part of me is like, what if you had something consistent that was like meaningful and authentic and real? Like I, I am so much more attracted to that 
and just having like that foundation. But I'm not saying that I need that to be happy. I don't need that. I've survived these last couple of years without it. And that's, you know, one thing that I've realized with going three years without sleeping with a woman or, you know, doing the fun, fun stuff. I don't need it to survive. I don't need sex to survive. Do I want it? Yes, of course. We have desires. Maybe maybe you don't. Maybe that's not what you're into. I see beautiful women and I get attracted and my mind goes down the gutter of thinking, yes, imagine what it could be like to have some fun with them. But it's it's to me, it's more about that intimacy and it's, and it's about um, like what it takes to get to that level with a significant other where it's like you're at your most vulnerable state and uh, you know you hear rappers talk about pillow talk, but just an area of my life that I, I like I said I feel like I missed out on that a lot of my life growing up, not really having a girlfriend, and then even through college, and then after college, like there wasn't a lot of full consistency for most of my life, and I'm just intrigued. To me, it's it's an experience that I want to learn more about. Not saying it has to be a girlfriend or like we have to have like the titling of it. That that doesn't have to be the thing. Um, but I just like I get so curious of like what that commitment could look like. I'm not gonna get into their own lives, but um, you know, I have roommates, the ones in a full time relationship, boyfriend, girlfriend type thing. And I've seen that work to their benefits. And then I have another roommate who has been seeing the same girl for uh, since we've lived in LA three years, not, it's not boyfriend, girlfriend, but it is like a thing. I, it's two different worlds, but like, I see what it's been like for them to consistently have the same person in their life. And it seems pretty awesome, but I try to remind myself this as I've talked about in this podcast, because although society would, society's uh, beliefs and thoughts, at least in the U.S. and what I've been exposed to in my life, would point me in the direction that I have no game, I'm not attractive, blah 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 blah. I try in those times, those few times that I slip and I let that shit get to my head. I try to remind myself that, Babe, you are loved, you are passionate, you are focused, you are attractive. You are driven, you are valued, you are kind, you are vulnerable, you are authentic, and you are you. I could not be more of myself than I am today. I stand by my weaknesses, I stand by my strengths. There's no way I would have made it this far in a podcast talking about this if I didn't fully accept the human being that I am. That I have a big forehead. That my body doesn't have the biggest biceps. That I don't have six pack abs. Like I am who I am, and I'm and I'm happy to be who I am. We had a cue from uh, the BMC once again, Beaterman community, trying to turn this into a cult, <laughs> cult in the right way. Uh, one really good question that I got from Instagram was from my man Ben Bradford, and he said, "Do any thoughts of loneliness ever enter your mind? If so, how do you best deal with it?" And it sure does, Ben. It sure does. I keep myself busy enough that most of the time the loneliness doesn't kick in because I'm always working on something, whether it's podcasts, reading a book, listening to podcasts, or work for Liquid IV, or watching Netflix. Like I'm always keeping my mind busy. 
but then there's those times when I it it I'm it's quiet and I have the time to reflect. And so it does cross my mind. And this is why I'm doing this podcast today because it has affected me and it has hurt me at times. So how do I deal with it? I tried to be my biggest hype man. I try to remind myself of what I said earlier, like I'm loved, I'm passionate, I'm focused, I'm attractive. I try to focus on self-love and how this loneliness is actually beneficial to me, especially being 26. This is the time to go all in on myself and to invest in myself. I try to instead of think of this is happening against me, this is happening for me. This is a good thing. This downtime to myself is the best thing that could have ever happened to me because I'm able to invest in myself. And so I deal with it by staying busy and by learning and by growing and trying to make progress daily and by finding the things that I'm passionate about and by pushing myself to grow in every area of my life. That's how I, that's how I beat it. And that's how I, I, you know, fight the loneliness. Um, all this to say, if this has resonated with you in any way, then you're not alone. That was a big takeaway from this podcast I did with Michael Garmini, where he talks about how that's why he got into podcasting. He saw the benefit of how it was as a listener and how we can listen into conversations with people and we realize we're not alone with the way we think and the way we feel. And that is, that's really powerful. And it's probably one of the most powerful things of why I listen to podcasts because I have all this chatter in my mind sometimes for good and for bad. And so when I hear from other people that are successful or that I admire, it reminds me I'm on the right path or that I'm not the only one. And so that's why I, I, I opened up on a conversation like this. I have no idea how this is going to impact people. I don't, I don't know. I really don't. I don't know if this is going to be a favorable podcast or people are going to think this is a waste of time, but this is truthfully probably the most vulnerable that I could ever put myself in as a podcaster because, once again, society has led me to believe that if I'm not somebody that's hooking up with girls, then I'm not attractive, that I have no game, that there's something wrong with me. When I know that is absolute bullshit, I know that is not true. But I've allowed myself to believe that. And so I want to I wanted to create this podcast and share it because if I've allowed myself to believe that, there's gotta be other people. Similar to when I listen to podcasts and I have those light bulb moments and going, I'm not the only one. I have a feeling there's somebody out there that will feel the same way. And if not, then I did it for myself. And that's why I do these podcasts. Because it makes me feel fucking fantastic. Because I let it out, I put it out there to the world, and I share what I'm feeling and how I'm feeling. It's not always glitz and glamour. It's not always the cool shit. It's not always the high highs. There's low lows as well. And if you're not sharing it at all, you're not being real. That 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 stuff on Instagram a couple years ago where it was like posting pics in front of cars, I still see people doing that. Their Instagram's a highlight reel. That's not real, bro. That's not real. That's not authentic. You know damn well that is insecurity to a capital I. So I had to share it. I'm challenging you guys and gals as the listeners. Shoot your shot with somebody you're attracted to. There's got to be somebody that you follow, that you know, that you've always been attracted to, whether it's a guy, whether it's a girl, whatever you're into. Whatever you're into. Excuse me. 
shoot your shot. If you made it this far in this episode, you got to shoot your shot. Do it today. Do your best. You got nothing to lose and everything to gain. If this person doesn't respond and leaves you on scene, pat yourself on the back because you took a step forward. You took that shot. I, I always looked at it as I can live the rest of my life to full circle the story, to full circle this entire podcast, that girl in college, my heart broken, blah, blah, blah. At the end of my senior year, I asked her, I said, and I knew, I knew the answer was no, but I told her, I said, I need to ask you this question because it's going to give me peace of mind for the rest of my life. If this never happens, I know I at least tried. And I said, I want you to be my girlfriend. How do you feel about that? And she said, you know, not the right time, blah, blah, blah. And I said, that's fine. I knew this was the answer, but I now know for the rest of my life, I can look back and go, I at least threw that out there. I at least put that on the table. And so I always think it is easier to live the rest of our lives knowing that at least we tried, at least we put ourselves out there and we, we put everything that we had on the table. So my challenge to you, put it on the table, shoot that shot, slide through that DM, go up to that person you've always wanted to ask out and do it. And if they deny you and if it doesn't work out, you smile and you keep it moving you get back to the free free throw line and you shoot again with the next person and you keep shooting shots because all it takes is one and you don't know that maybe that one DM that you send or maybe that one person you actually go up and approach, maybe that's the one. Not the one that you marry, not the one that you're with for the rest of your life, but maybe that one shot actually goes through and it succeeds and you have a great relationship and it turns into something beautiful. You never know unless you take that shot and that's something that I need to remind myself of daily. Ladies and gentlemen, if you enjoyed this podcast at all and I provided any value, please, please, please screenshot this episode, post it to your IG story, tag me at Bob A B O three B's four A's and a Y. Please share it out. This is without a doubt the most vulnerable solo pod I've ever done in my career. I was anxious thinking about it all day, knowing that at the end of the day I was recording this podcast, but I knew it had to be done. Cranked up some music before I got in here and recorded, got myself hyped up, biggest hype man. I said, you got to do this, Bobby. You got to do this. And I feel fucking fantastic that I did it. So thank you. Thank you for tuning in. Once again, if you enjoyed it, please screenshot this episode, post it to your IG story, tag me at Bobby, B-O-3-B's, four A's and a Y. And I greatly, greatly, greatly appreciate you guys and gals tuning in. The BMC, the Bearded Man is growing one episode at a time. We're going to keep cruising, keep delivering that high quality podcast content. The world going to sleep on me, but soon enough, baby, they're going to wake up and they're going to know what's good. Whatever you have in front of you, have a great rest of your day, night, whatever you're doing, just do it great. You know the drill, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you guys and gals soon enough. See ya.